1: some guys who were preacher fans the only dudes who could ever teach me were some guys who were preacher fans yes they were they were oh yes they were
0: that's a podcast theme right there all right it is time to go to church with preacher man the preacher podcast
1: i am alex I'm Pete. Did you forget who you were for a second, No. <laughs> I thought you were going to do more of a bit. Before. Well, that
0: can, that can happen to you when you're down in the tombs for too oh. long. You forget yourself. You forget your face. You forget everything you love. You just want the fight. That's tombs. all you want. The, the fight. The never-ending fight.
1: Now, I'm wondering if you had a place where you grew up that you called the tombs. No, I didn't. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Underneath uh, RIT. It, it has all these like uh, these crazy like underground tunnels and stuff like that. We called them the tombs.
0: No. What did you do there? Did you fight or oh. what went down?
1: Well, I mean, was it was just more shot. like you got dared to go down there, you know, like we would sneak out at night and then go over there and be like, yeah, I dare you to go down there.
0: <laughs> no, I, I mean, maybe we did in Port Washington. I don't know, but I wasn't cool. Oh, okay. That's where I read a bunch of comics instead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm smart. Well, let's talk about the latest episode of Preacher. To give you guys a bit of a recap before we get into it, Jesse Custer has returned to his old stomping grounds of Angelville, where he used to be a carnival barker-style little dude who would bring people into a place called the Tombs, where everybody would fight. Those get restarted in the present day, the last episode in, uh, in order to bump up the uh, money the, that is, fl- I don't know why I'm having trouble saying this, money that is flowing into Angelville, and specifically to Grandma, who surprisingly doesn't show up this episode at all. my God,
1: she's so scary. She's
0: very scary. Uh, the other thing that's going on is they discover that Cassidy, Jesse's friend, kind of, is a vampire, and ended up throwing him into the tombs in order to fight folks. And meanwhile, Tulip is tra- tracking down a lady, a voodoo lady named Madame Gowdy, who... Uh, to try to
1: lift the curse.
0: Try to lift the curse on Jesse. She got attacked by a bunch of dudes last episode. Found out uh, Madame Gowdy kind of young.
1: Yeah. Kind of a hot lady. Yeah. Not bit. the old... Uh, decrepit lady. She wants you to believe.
0: Exactly. And, uh, yeah, the other thing that has happened previously is there's a dude named the Saint of Killers who's an unstoppable killing machine. He was sent to hell.
1: There you go. And we start off back in hell. Sure do. And who do we see? Our old boy, the Saint of Killers. Yeah, so the Santa of Killers is taken in
0: to have a little chatty-do with Satan and oh. the Angel of Death. Oh, my God. Can
1: we talk about this, please? That's why I brought it up, Pete. Oh, that office was amazing. Yes. I loved also the devil, the way he talked, the kind of, like, swarmy but cool. Like, I thought this was, like, amazing casting. And, like, just this whole shot of, like, it was like a fucking creepier castle gray skull type thing he walked into. Ah, uh, and the fire the whole time underneath. I just I loved this set, the scene, the whole thing that they did here was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it was great. So they make a deal with the saint. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, whatever, Pete. Yeah, yeah, shut up. Shut up, Pete. (laughs) you got to
0: talk about stuff. (laughs) No, you're right. I don't really have anything to add. Uh, They set up that they want to make a deal with him. They want to get him out of hell. But first, he's got to pay a little bit of a punishment. So the angel of death ends up whipping him a bunch. We can actually cut to the last scene of the episode where they finish up whipping him, tell him he's not going to get any guns, he is going to be sent back to Earth, he's got to bring two people back to Satan that Satan wants in order to get his guns back and get back on Earth. We don't find out who those two people are. Who do you think they are? I'll tell you right now who I think they are. uh, Well... I will say it's not Jesse because specifically the Santa killer says, I want to kill a preacher, and Satan's like, well, that sounds great, but that's not who we're going to have you do. Who do you think it is? It's Hitler and Assface. Oh, because they they escaped. escaped. Smart. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't really seen them mix it up yet. Also, our space. Hitler's running around Earth right now. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) a scary time to be alive.
0: Sure is. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not. What would you do if you saw Hitler at your Starbucks? I
1: would fucking... Beat the shit out of him. Yeah? Yeah. There's you no wouldn't question.
0: be like, nah, maybe it's just a guy named Hitler
1: who looks like Hitler? No, you, even if you're just dressing up like Hitler, you deserve to get beat the shit out of him.
0: Mm, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I Honor, think you're probably right. He looks the, exactly the other like thing Hitler. that happens that's totally gross is we get to see the Sage Killers back where he's got oh. whipped, and they whipped him down to his rib cage. It was it's so gross. gross.
1: Oh, they also had that fun moment where. Even in hell, the elevator has like horrible like music, it was really funny. It's great. The show is so over the top, so it's insane. Amazing. I'm
0: excited to see the Santa Killers back in the mix. Like you said, I'm excited to see Arseface and Hitler back in the also, mix Also, really
1: fun uh, Lady Death. Fun choice there. Just attractive yeah. lady.
0: Yeah, just a silent lady who likes to whip things. Yeah, I am really curious to see how this all comes together by the end of the season because. Oh, as much as I like the stuff that's going on in Angelville, it has felt very slow building in a weird way. Like, it's just sort of staying in this one location. But it feels like things have to come to a head and pretty soon and Also,
1: change. the fact that, like, the devil knows that God is gone. You know what I mean? Like, that is crazy. I'm glad that we found that out as well. So that's the
0: stuff that happens at the beginning of the end of the episode. Let's jump into the literal meat of the episode. We first get to see a bunch of Jesse's past when he was a kid. We get to see it peppered throughout, but we get to see him working at the tombs at their height, uh, riling up the crowd. He definitely seems to be very conflicted about what's going on. But that contrasts with the tombs in the present... Much sparser. Yeah. We get to watch Cassidy fight a dude uh, and win, but uh, Jesse's still not totally into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For a good reason. Yeah. Uh, And then we also see uh, Tulip, who is, you know, like, how the hell do I break this spell? Which is... So heartwarming that she's fighting, uh, you know, her her man saved her life, and she's fighting to, get, to save his. I think it's, it's yeah. beautiful. That's what love is. Well, let's get back to the tulip stuff for a second. I want to mm-hmm. talk about sort of the through line of the present with
0: uh, Jesse Custer and Cassidy. So Cassidy will not lay down and die is basically his MO this episode he fights a dude but he won't leave without Tulip he keeps coming back for Tulip even when Jesse chops him up into
1: pieces that and was tries so to amazing He goes to, like, one of those mailing places, like a UPS store, and puts a bunch of packing peanuts in there, and just cuts him up to mail him away to safety, which is nice. I mean, he knows that's the only way he can get out of this. Right.
0: But uh, Cassidy, unfortunately, is too stubborn. He keeps coming back, and he keeps coming back over and over again. Even with that, he bursts out of the crate, leaking blood everywhere, comes back to Angelville to fight in the tombs, and specifically this time to fight Jesse. come back to this moment in a second because it's a big deal. Uh, But at the same time, as you were mentioning, uh, Tulip is at Madame Gaudi's. The the move that she does is so badass, but so ridiculously over the top, even for the show. She blasts a circle, cartoon style, in the floor, jumps
1: up, and falls down through the floor. It's absolutely amazing. And there was a great line where the, uh, you know, the Madam Lady goes, you crazy bitch. And she's like, ain't I, though? Oh, what an amazing <laughs> life! It's great. It's yeah. totally great. And what we Tulip find out. is just so magical. Yeah.
0: Now, Madam Gowdy thinks that Tulip is going to kill her, but she's not. Tulip mm. actually wants information yep. because it turns out that Madam Gowdy has it out for Jesse. And we find out why. Yeah. Because they were childhood sweethearts. Yeah, but Jesse
1: knew that if he got. You know, started to make out with her and it would just be bad for her. So to keep her safe, he kind of put up a wall and was like, no, we can't ever get together.
0: Yeah, Uh he does say that. One thing I do want to mention, it becomes pretty clear this episode, Jesse's got a type. I'm just going to throw that out there. OK, fine. I mean, he does. Whatever. That's not important. <laughs> it is important. It's not important. Yeah. If we want Pete. The whole point of this podcast is we're going to set Jesse up with somebody. No, nope. we got to know. That's this not is.
1: the point of this podcast. Uh,
0: excuse me, here at PreacherDate dot com. <laughs> well, that's not the name of this podcast. That is the name of this podcast. Nope. And if you guys want to be set up with a Preacher <laughs> Date a Preacher, please write us at PreacherDate dot no, com slash preacher. What?
1: Yeah. I'm not Why gonna... not? Because preachers
0: deserve love too.
1: <laughs> All right, Pre- Seinfeld. <laughs> It was a date! It was a preacher date! I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. So, I do like the line, motherless goat humpers, that yes. Jesse gets to say a couple times.
0: That is pretty wonderful. Uh, we get to find out that, at least from Madame Gowdy's perspective, what happened was uh, her brother went to Jesse to fight him at the tombs, and Jesse mercilessly killed him.
1: Right, but it well, turns out that was right. the... Well, that's
0: what we find out later. Jesse's perspective on the story is that Jesse was forced to kill him or he was going to kill Jesse. Right. And then Jody actually killed him. Yeah. So and picked up. Well, Jody didn't actually kill him, but Jody celebrated it in a way that Jesse did not. Jesse was grief stricken at that point. Yeah,
1: he was like, oh, shit, what have I done? Well, let me ask you you a question.
0: Which account do you
1: believe? I believe the one that kind of fits with what we know about Jesse. Sure. That he probably didn't want to kill him, but he had to fight for his life. You know, so he kind of... I do wonder if there's something somewhere in between. Because
0: at the same time, they do talk about how this place changes Jesse. Angelville changes him. It makes him worse. And I think he's fighting against that in the present... But I do wonder if what happened back in the day is somewhere between those two accounts, that maybe there was a part of Jesse that enjoyed it that was in the thrill of the kill and the thrill of the fight. I don't know, just throwing it out there. Okay. No? You don't think so? No.
1: (laughs) All right, cool. I believe Jesse's a good person.
0: Okay, so Tulip comes back at the last second and finds Jesse fighting Cassidy, and Jesse is essentially forced to kill Cassidy kind of Cassidy, So yeah. I have a stake at him and tells Tulip to her face, you have to get out of here. Do you understand? Do you understand?
1: Yeah. What'd you think about this moment, Pete? That was, it was really fucking intense. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, I hope Tulip knows that he doesn't mean that. And she did. Yep.
0: Because she came back and yep. they're going to fight this. And she finds out that what her job is, is she needs to kill grandma. That's going to affect Jesse though in a weird way, right? Like even though he hates these people and thinks they're evil, they are kind of his family yeah, and but I think fuck he does dude. care about them.
1: No, he does not care about I grandma. I think there's
0: a part of him that doesn't let himself kill them because he probably could have a million times over and he did not.
1: No, there's no way cuz he knows he's bound by this thing and before that he it was like he was always kind of trapped there. I don't
0: know. I don't know if he was totally trapped. He killed his parents, man. Like, he was I scared I know. I think like. he was scared. But again, I think what this episode goes to lengths to show us is there's a part of him that enjoys being there, enjoys the thrill of being the carnival barker for the tombs, of talking everything up, of getting everybody riled up. I think there is a bloodlust that gets into him uh, that he can not quite control. And that's what shows up there.
1: Now, since we've both read the comic. Sure. When you saw the lighter for the first time, did you were you like, "Oh shit"?
0: I've forgotten what happens. What oh, happens with the lighter?
1: I, well, you, you could you could tell. Okay, Justin's well, not here. That's Jesse's dad's lighter. Ooh, and there's like a whole war story that goes with oh, that lighter. Right. The fact okay. that like Jody had it in the beginning of the app, mm. and then later in the app. Jesse has it.
0: Oh, interesting. And we so don't see how there, that yeah.
1: happened. Yeah. Well, we
0: haven't really seen how Jesse escapes yet, right? Yeah. How he leaves Angelville. That's certainly something that we'll see later in the season. Uh, what else should we talk about with the episode? What, what else went on that
1: you want to discuss, Pete? Um, I, I just think it was the whole thing with Jesse and Cassidy was kind of insane, you know, of like Cassidy just not realizing where he is and how much trouble he's in, and then when Jesse's kind of like, yo, I'm trying to save your life, and he's like, yo, I'm trying to save your lady's life. I mean, they've got a lot of issues they need to work out. I agree. I think Jesse, in a weird way, is being a much better friend to
0: Cassidy at this point than Cassidy is being to Jesse, and I think... Again, we know this from the comics, but Cassidy is a dick. Like, he's actually not a very nice guy.
1: Yeah. He is not the hero of the story. It's funny. I was... Uh, and the check- comic does a good job of that, too, where you kind of go back and forth on him until you find out the final reveal, yeah. and then it's like, oh, shit. It-
0: when, I mean, Joseph Gilgun is so charming on the show and so perfect as Cassidy. I understand this. But it was really interesting to look at fans' Twitter feeds during the last episode of Preacher. People, like, serious crushes on Cassidy. And they're like, ooh, I kind of shipped Cassidy and Tulip. I want them to be together. But as a, And I get that because Ruth Negga is awesome and Joseph Gilgun is awesome and Cassidy and Tulip are phenomenal characters. But knowing even the show, let alone the comic book, they should not be together, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stop shipping the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. Uh, now, there was a great line where uh, Jesse said to two of, like, are we good? And she was like, only one way to find out. Now I was like, oh, that's. Oh, like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I
0: that's believe good. in miracles.
1: <laughs> where uh, are you from? Uh, yeah, I just think that this is just an amazing show and keeps getting better every episode. I I'm so looking forward to every up and having so much fun. It's just such a fantastic show.
0: I, I gotta I I think I'm a little less than you. I still think I love the show. I do think it's a little bit of a rut right now with the Angelville storyline. I want to see things amp up a bit because up people are fighting to the death. I know. I know. I know how crazy that sounds. We just saw the devil. I know. The the show has set the bar so high with insanity, though, that. You see it kind of in this one place dealing with this one thing for so long feels like a little bit of a step down of the crazy level to me, and I want to see it step up a little bit
1: more. What did you think about that part where, like, Tulip was in the road and she was kind of, like, lost a little bit, and then just God just drove right by? I thought
0: that was very interesting. Yeah. I mean, that definitely cements for me. I was a little on the fence whether that was God or another fake God, but seeing him ride by essentially keeping tabs on her made me think, yeah, that is God. Yep, That definitely is. He's checking in on his mission, his plan, how things are going. Let's talk about who was on the back of his bike, though. To me, I couldn't quite tell because I didn't pause it. That looked like the angel of death to me. What? Yeah. For real? Or at least it was another girl. It was, it was not the girl from the last episode. Yeah,
1: it was just a girl. Oh, I, that
0: I don't know. I thought maybe it was the Angel of Death riding with him.
1: Oh, man, that would be amazing.
0: Well, if that is, do you think somebody's going to die? Do you think somebody in our core trio is going to be dead by the end of the season? Don't you say things like that. Who do you think?
1: That's awful. Not Tulip,
0: because she died. Do you think Jesse's going to die?
1: Dude, stop.
0: I don't know. Again, we're getting into comic stuff. Stop he, killing people. He might die by the end of the season. Oh, man. If we want to deal with insanity level, he could die. Ugh. We've already established people can go to hell and come back. So That's true. I think that would be an interesting place to leave the season, particularly because he's metaphorically gone down to hell by working in the tunes, by working in Angelville. Yep. To see him redeem himself in some way and die at the end of that would change the dynamic of the show going to season four dramatically. And I think yep. that would be really interesting.
1: Also, I can't wait to get more face and Hitler.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: it's so weird to say
0: that. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for more Hitler. <laughs> That'll be great. Well, anyway, head down to the Starbucks and check out Hitler <laughs> and other stuff. Uh, if you want to support the show and other shows, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft in New York. Please come by. We'll chat about Preacher. Pete, what else do you want to plug?
1: Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live. Also, we
0: set up a new Twitter account at uh, men preacher where we're going to post up uh, photos and videos and other things from the show. So please Go follow us there as well. Check out comicbookclublive.com for the podcast more, and we'll see you at church.